the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. For today, we have a special edition, What the Fuck News, with your host, Odin, and... Tear, what the fuck? <laughs> so... <We> just... <laughs> All right, you get to go first. You get to go first. Y'all have heard me multiple times just rant and rave and lose my ever-living shit over this kid in fucking Loudoun County. I got wonderful news for you people. Apparently, because he is the center of a nationwide media outrage, they have decided that Putting him on the sex offender list and locking him up was a bad fucking idea. So after raping three fucking girls while wearing a skirt and pretending to be a transvestite, this predator is no longer going to be on the sex offender registry. Well, you know, according to the judge, I know you don't want to hear this. According to the judge, who's the uh, claiming as a victim and media outrage that we're the reason that he got off. We. You know what? No, no, no. They should really think about this because if he steps foot, if he steps foot into the civilized world, there is going to be a bunch of people that go, I got a lot of black in my ledger that needs to be a lot of equalized. red. A lot of red. Know. Okay, well, either way. I'm fucking colorblind. It doesn't fucking matter. There's a lot of shit that I'd like to balance out in my little book. Well, you should have known that he wasn't going to get charged when they refused to release his name or likeness. Oh, okay. Never mind. You haven't heard this one yet. I'm going to say that one for later. But yeah, it's not the first fucking. Yeah. But it, apparently, apparently all you have to do is scream BLM, be a transgender deviant. And you can get away with rape. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking hell. Okay. 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 Calm down. Calm down. Just in my best. What the fuck? Never mind. I just what the hell? And now they're they're also being lauded at Loudoun County's being lauded as a step forward for LGTQB bullshit. I laugh every time you fuck up that acronym. Shows you how much I actually care to figure out what it is. <laughs> okay, look, do you know how I remember it? Let's get Biden to quit. L-G-B-T-Q. Okay. I mean, come on, though. I mean, seriously. Because of public outrage of a transgender raping three girls in a fucking bathroom, just like we fucking called it, and that now that there's outrage, oh, we better let him off and you're all to blame. No, maybe it's the $850,000 check you got for your fucking campaign from Soros. Kiss my ass. 
There ain't no justice in this nation anymore. What there is is a kangaroo court and a court of common popular opinion. Nothing fucking matters. Right is no longer right. It is subjective. You know, you push somebody, you push a society so far, and uh, you turn what is good evil and what is evil into good. Eventually, you're going to cause somebody to break. And we know a bunch of people on TikTok who make interesting content. By the way, by the way, dear, I want you to know that I followed UPH. Now, I'm not saying that UPH is going to put people, you know, put him through a wood chipper because that would be wrong, right? However, I followed all of them on your request. And now my FYP is nothing but killing pedophile jokes. I just want you to know how happy that makes me and disturbing. Because I still have people who haven't killed them the way I want to kill them. No, no, they're working it up. I mean, there's there. I found all sorts of new ways. Uh, like, did you see that tree stripper? I do like that one, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I, I mean, I was just is- happy when they took one step and they sit here and introduced the piranha solution. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me this. You know what, what? What's sad is as much as well. Okay, you know, Bert made a question one time. He goes, "Would you actually go down to beat the hell out of a pedophile if they messed with your family?" And I was like, "Apparently, you don't know me very well." Because the answer to that question is fuck yes. Here's the problem, though. But them doing this, what's going to end up happening is people that have no compunction against throwing out the trash. And he's gonna get in, he's gonna get released when he turns eighteen. You, they think people are gonna forget that he raped three girls. Virginia's a lot of things, inbred being one of them. But I'll tell you one thing: they do have is a fucking long ass memory. Okay, I don't know why you think that the American people will stay awake. I mean, literally, look at what's happening in the news right now with the COVID narrative. It's starting to collapse all around the world. People are rising up. Things are getting overturned. Scientists are coming out. They're trying to change the narrative. No, we weren't against you the entire time. No, we didn't make these rules. Blah, 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 blah. On and on and on it goes. It's, they literally from one week went from the unvaxxed lives don't matter. We need to lock them down to, okay, maybe we, you know, we knew this the whole time, but we didn't know how to approach it to, by the time that the election comes, the American people will have forgotten. It's an Unless oops. people remind them. It's a fucking oops moment. That's what they're literally doing. They're banking on the fact that when it all comes out, they go, oops, well, it's too late to do anything about it now. Or they're going to sit here and they're going to use war uh-huh. to cover it up. But come on, tell me you can't. Tell me the judge doesn't have that sitting in the back of their mind, blaming the American people and their outrage, which apparently I didn't realize that fucking mattered in a court of law. But apparently it does. So let's let's take a step back here. That judge blaming all of us for the hate that we have for someone who would rape a child. Does she not realize that she has literally prepped a bunch of people to be like, hey. Let him go free. Because if the justice system isn't going to take care of the, the job, then fuck him. I'm glad you think that, and it's one of the few times when I go, you're not looking at the whole picture. I'm glad you think that that is the worst, or that's what's going to happen. No. 
the worst is that she's basically granting permission for this type of behavior to increase. No, I know that. That's why I say there are people like me, people like you, people that are awake that are going to be like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. Since they won't do it, then it's time to put on the paint and go, let's Viking. I I would agree with you, but there are not a lot of us. There are few, and they're crazy, and they're trained, and they're armed. I would I would agree with you, except for one simple fact. Hmm. The people that would be upset by it tend to be more law-abiding than the people who commit the crime. One. Okay. And two, wait, let me finish. And two, the National Sex Offender Registry is available, and that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen that people don't go after them. They don't identify people in their neighborhoods. They would rather forget it. They would rather ignore it. If you realize the number of sex offenders that lived within five miles of your house, well, maybe not your house. (laughs) No, no, no. There is one. There is one that lives. And you know the only reason his ass hasn't been beaten? Why? Because I know what happened. Okay. I, I know what happened. Town. And her parents, no, the parents claimed false rape. He never touched them. I know that because I was there. Okay. So the only reason there is one <laughs> five miles of me that has not had their ass beat is because he's actually not guilty for once. I lived in a town. I lived in a town in central Florida. And my oldest was young at the time. And I did my due diligence and I looked and I realized that there were 255 within five miles. I lived a tenth of a mile from his school. Well, that makes your butthole pucker up once or twice. Doesn't it? And all of the people who were so pissed off when I started to sit here and tell people. You know know what the problem with that list is, though? Okay. What I found out is, like, there are several other, you know, sex offenders that are here, but it's for something like public indecency for pissing on the side of a dumpster. I get it. I get it. And some of it's bullshit. And then they hide the fact of the people that are actually there. But the the ones that are actual registry, if you go look and pull up the individual person, they have the charges with which they were done. Mm-hmm. And do you want to know why? Because I was a new dad. I've been out of the Navy. You know, I I didn't understand, you know, sexual predator registry thing. The reason that I found out is because the beginning of the school year that my son attended, he went and got on a school bus. And the school bus driver says, look, I know you're new. Here's a packet. And handed <laughs> me a packet. And he goes, he went through it every school year. And said, these are the ones you need to worry about. There are others on the list. You're more than welcome. But these are the legit ones that you need to worry about. And he would give them to every single parent at the bus stops. You know what? I don't think it should be illegal to kill sex offenders. Ooh, but I'm that's, say something. That, that's radical. I like it. No, no, no. no. Uh, here's something else. You know me. I've always said follow the law, right? Right. I've always been a law bunny. If the law is no longer going to protect the people and serve its purpose, then fuck the law. Well, I'm still trying to figure out why if everybody's like, let's talk about the law. Why do we listen to fucking communists? I mean, let's be realistic. The 1964 Civil Rights Act that everybody's so happy to see her float around specifically stated that communists were not people. 
So let's just sit here and call uh, all child predators uh, communists, and then the Civil Rights Act doesn't apply to them. You know, it's still an interesting little tidbit about that, and you brought this up to me. <laughs> when we were talking about the, the COVID ID, passport ID, yes. right? And you brought up to me that did you that they were going to do an ID for sex offenders, pedophiles specifically, and they said they couldn't do it because it violated their rights. How does it feel to know that your vaccination status means more than some dude fucking a kid and ruining their life? How does that make you feel? Wake up! Fair. I'm spicy tonight. I apologize. No, no, by all means. This is the... What the fuck news edition? <laughs> Speaking of what the fuck news here, let me pop another one on you. Okay. Daryl Brooks. It's they're challenging whether or not he should actually stand trial for murder based on his mental competence. I already told you that two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, but come on. You can't surprise me, dude. While you're a you're, walking fucking jinx, man. While you walk around and do your work and yo know, actual life shit. I'm retired Navy with a child who is a self-motivated homeschooler. So the only thing I have to do is say, I go, did you complete for the day? Yes. Okay, done. So I get to spend a lot of time doing in the news. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of news broadcasts. And then I sit here and go look in the crazy ass news section, probably three hours before we start. So not a whole lot surprises me. However, that video you sent me, I just want to say from, from the, the deepest part of my soul, bird. Bird, bird, you get three birds because bird, bird, you fucking divert. Three, three ravens. You're an asshole. <laughs> the best part about it is I told you, don't watch the video, just read the comments. I'm sitting here going, you know, no wonder, no wonder the people on the left call us a fucking cult. Because I'm sitting here reading through hundreds. There are 853 comments. I read them all. And then promptly had an aneurysm. I got through <laughs> all 100, of them believing. I got through 146 before I'm like, yep, nope. No, I had to finish it. I had to go through and just be nope. like, nope. I got to see. Does it get better? No. It's like a flaming fucking dumpster fire. They're all going, did you know that Trump was a time traveler? It's like, well, if he was a fucking time traveler, how'd he fucking lose the election? I I don't get it. The Q-tards have taken over the world, man. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to start asking. Anytime somebody goes, I've got your back. It's like, do you believe in Q? If they say yes, I'm like, okay, you're cannon fodder. <laughs> Fuck off. Just run along. It, it's gotten to the point where it is so asinine. It doesn't, like, that they're literally taking, have you seen the, the TikTok video where they takes the cheese? Because I'm going to ask the almighty cheese. And he slaps it on a piece of, uh, like, on, on some page with writing on it. And the Swiss cheese, you read through the holes, it gives you a message. These people are literally doing this in random. They were doing it in the fucking Daily Inquirer. And then going, hey, look, it's a Q drop. It's like, what? What are you focused on? Well, okay. I'm waiting for, for my turn. Right. Oh, oh no. Okay, you know what? While you do that, I'm gonna go ahead and refuel. <laughs> Had ready for mine? Okay. Yeah. Here's mine. Now I'm not gonna jump up and down and scream and do all of that stuff. Today is very solid. Hey, I did. I get it. I get it. Be so not a dick. Don't take it so hard. <laughs> Anyhow, so 
could tell five centimeters from five inches. Hey, I'm blind. I have an excuse. What's yours? <laughs> so anyhow, it's uh, today is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And I would like to point out that today, New York Times reports that a Tennessee school board has voted to unanimously this month to ban Mouse, a Pulitzer Prize-winning graphic novel about the Holocaust, from being taught in its classroom, saying it contains inappropriate curse words and a depiction of a naked character. Which comes on the heels of Burbank School is having a book-banning debate over how to teach anti-racism by getting rid of books. But let's go focus on Mouse right now. Mouse, spelled M-A-U-S. Please go buy a copy if no other reason than it's important to remember the Holocaust. The picture that they are upset about, right, is a bunch of people not even people, a bunch of people who are, uh, they have mouse heads, right? It's a way of looking at the Holocaust without putting human faces on it, right? And it comes from a very specific page that says this, if you still had a healthy body to work, they passed you through and gave you a uniform until it came to the next selection. When first I came, I was very strong. Then... And came well to the good side. The ones that had but not been so lucky, the SS wrote down their number and sent them to the other side. Which is where you see a chimney with smoke. I just want to point out that on Holocaust Remembrance Day, this is the day that they choose to ban a graphic novel that teaches children about the Holocaust. And this is unacceptable. My problem with this is these are the same people that list books where it teaches five-year-olds how to properly put on a condom, accept anal sex, and jack off their friends. That is acceptable, but the Holocaust is not. Just let that sink in. The books that they have already banned, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, To Kill a Mockingbird, These are books that don't go after racism. They speak against it. Books like Cujo is banned. The Dead Zone is banned. There are many, many, many books that are getting banned. I hate that. I'm going to, I'm going to read you some quotes. And for those of you who are on my TikTok, you have seen this video. With a lot of the quotes that I'm going to use. I hate it that Americans are taught to fear some books and some ideas as though they were diseases. Kurt Vonnegut. There is more than one way to burn a book. And the world is full of people running about with lit matches. Ray Bradbury. The author of Fahrenheit 451. I'm going to go all the way back to probably the first one. It is... Heinrich Hein, he wrote a book that a hundred years after his death, the Germans would burn it. And it says, those who begin by burning books will end by burning people. You do not need to destroy a culture by burning them. You simply need to sit here and stop 
somebody from reading them because books can be dangerous. Good. Good. Freedom should be dangerous. Knowledge is dangerous. It is the moral fiber that leads somebody one way or the other. And it is the idea is stop teaching people how to think or what to think and how to think. So we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about the Holocaust because this upset me a lot. Do you realize that everybody talks about the Holocaust, but it's not the first, it's not the worst in terms of number of deaths. Stalin, Mao Zedong, they all killed more people. Why do we focus on the Holocaust? Because it was a genocide, but it's not even the first genocide. Why did this one take it? Because it was it was a gradual step towards evil. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about uh, the Nazi euthanasia program, which is what led to the Holocaust that everybody knows. The beginning of organized euthanasia for of children was the story of Child K. Common name is the Nauer case, Baby Nauer, right? Mm-hmm. In this particular case, the parents submitted a request that their already preborn or already born child, severely disabled, be granted a mercy killing. The application being received at an unverifiable time before the middle of 1939 at the office of the Fuhrer, also known as Hitler's Chancellery. This office was an agency of the Nazi Party. Placed under direct authority of Hitler, which employed about 195 staff in 1939. Hans Heifelman and his deputy, uh, Richard von Egner, was responsible for clemency. The head of the main office, and thus Heimler's superior, was the uh, Victor Brock, one of the leading organizers of Nazi euthanasia. Now, before you sit here and go, why is the, you know... The Nazis were bad and evil. I want you to remember that they got their ideas for euthanasia. They got their ideas for ethnic cleansing and for uh, eugenics from the party of the left. From the progressive party in the United States. Just remember that. So they say here, according to testimony of the participants, the request on the 23rd of May, 1939, led to a meeting of the parents with the director of the University of Children's Hospital, uh, Warner Cattle, about the chances of survival of the child. According to his own statement, he held that the release of the child by early death was the best solution for everyone involved. Damn. Okay. Uh, So... As early as about half a year before the outbreak of war, there were more and more requests from incurably sick or very seriously injured people who asked for relief from their suffering, which was unbearable to them. These requests were originally tragic because the existing laws a doctor was not allowed to take such wishes into account. <coughs> when the story first came out about Baby Nower, there was a there was a uh, uproar. In the country. Right. I'm trying to remember. I, I know the name and I know kind of the situation. And I may not be the only one like this. But explain it a little bit more. About? Baby Nower. Alright. So Baby Nower was. I think it was nine months old. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, uh, let 
I'm looking in the Nuremberg doctor's trial because this one was bought up, brought up. All right, so here's here's from the actual Nuremberg doctor's trial, right? I personally know uh, from Brandt. I personally know of a petition that was sent to the Fuhrer in 1939 via his adjuncts. The case was about a father of malformed child who applied to the Fuhrer asking that the life of this child and creature be taken. At the time, Hitler ordered me to address this matter and to go to Lippensig immediately. It happened in Lippensig in order to confirm on the spot what had been asserted. I found that there was a child who had been born blind, appeared imbecilic, and who was also missing a leg and part of an arm. Hitler had given me the task to discuss with the doctors in whose care the child was to determine whether disclosure of the father was correct. In the event that he was right, I was to tell the doctors in Hitler's name that they would carry out euthanasia. In doing so, it was important that I should that it should be done in such a way that the parents could not feel at any larger stage that they themselves were burdened by the euthanasia of their child. In other words, that these parents should not have the impression that they themselves were responsible for the death of the child. It was further beholden on me to say that these doctors themselves were involved in any legal proceedings as a result of the measures carried out on behalf of Hitler. These proceedings would be quashed. Martin Bormann was then asked to notify this accordingly that the Minister of Justice, Gutner, in respect to the case in Leipzig, the doctors were of the opinion that preserving the life of such a child was not actually justified. It was pointed out that it is quite normal that in maternity hospitals under certain circumstances for euthanasia to be administered by the doctors themselves in such a case without calling it such. Any more precise term is not used. Baby Nauer was the first, which led, unfortunately, to what became known as the Child Euthanasia Program, or Kend Kinder Euthanasia was the name given to the organization that then killed severely mentally and physically kidnapped children, up until 16 years old. During the Nazi area. And Not to make a bad joke here, but God, that puts a whole new meaning to late-term abortion. Yeah. 16? Yep. At least 5,000 children were victims of the program, which was the precursor to the subsequent murder of children in the concentration camps. They created what was known as special children's wards. Children were... Before they were euthanized were often used as objects of medical research this is it was a form of uh racial hygiene that if they were not part of if they you know if they struggled for existence now i want you to know that the struggle for existence that they cite right the examples that they cite are almost identical to the list of reasons for abortions that are given today just think about that makes me feel bad for saying that I feel like, you know, maybe we should just remove all the warning labels. <laughs> it was the promotion of the genetically healthy and the elimination of the sick. Uh, yeah, it's basically it creating was eugenics. A, a, yeah, I was, I was about to say it's it's eugenics. It's creating a, a super race is what they wanted by calling out the the the, the genetics of, of people that didn't find savory or capable so that they could have a hybrid of what was the best of the best? And it's 
Okay. We've done that. I want you to realize that the creator of Planned Parenthood is where these ideas came from. And that she believed in an ethnic breeding program in which you would get rid of the weaker races. That you would stop the imbeciles from breeding. I have made TikTok videos that TikTok hates. I'm going to put them back up again if I can. But in 1920... No, 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 no. Make another account, because if you do it, this one's never going to see a thousand. <laughs> Maybe that's my point. No, just kidding. But in 1929, Hitler at the Nazi Party Conference in Nuremberg, which is funny that he met there before the Nuremberg trials, right? He wanted an average annual removal of 700,000 to 800,000 of the weakest of a million babies meant an oh. increase in the power of a nation and not a weakening. In doing so, he was able to drop on scientific arguments and transfer the di- di- Darwinian theory, which had become known as social Darwinism, of natural selection of human beings and throughout the concept of racial hygiene formulate the utopia of human selection as propounded by Alfred Ploetz, the founder of German race hygiene. As early as 1895, he demanded that human offspring should not, and I'm going to quote it, be left because this is where all eugenics and euthanasia come from. This is the quote that all of them have used. That's why I saved this one. Ready? Human offspring should not be left to the chance encounter of a drunken moment. If nevertheless it turns out that the newborn baby is a weak or misgotten child, the medical council, which decides on citizenship for the community, should prepare a gentle death for it. Say, using a little dose of morphine. That is how cavalier he was. It was the elimination of undesirable elements. This is what led to the Holocaust. This is what justified tyrants in the 1900s all over the world to do what they were doing create a master race, ethnic cleaning, cleansing, the best of the best, racial hygiene. All of these stemmed from this group of thoughts. Now, there were people who said it earlier, but he's the one that they used. Right? This is the guy who sit here and when Margaret Sanger said that imbeciles should not breed, that's who she's taking after. When they sit here, this is what led. And as I look through history and I tell you that it never repeats itself, but it damn sure rhymes. The problem mm-hmm. that it rhymes is we never took care of the core issue. They specifically target minority in the United States with abortion clinics, with eugenics clinics, with all of these things specifically to sit here and destroy those races from within. If you think it has changed, it hasn't. of all abortion clinics are founded in in, uh, inner cities. Yeah, in inner cities in urban sprawl, right? Predominantly black uh, homes or neighborhoods. 70%. Right now in New York City, a child, a black baby, is never in more danger of being killed at any point in its life than when it is in the womb of its own mother. Just let that sink in. 60 to 70%, depending on the year, 
of black babies are aborted every year. When Hitler sat here and said that he wanted to cleanse 700,000 to 800,000, well, damn it, the United States is number one again. We kill over a million babies per year. Let that sink in. In the name I don't, of I don't want to. I don't want to because we're going to get into this whole argument where it just it pisses me off. I hear the argument. I don't know who you'd be arguing with. No, it, so Freya, Lord Lover. I love her to death, but she always seems to get into the conversation where she does her lives, which makes it hell to mod. But I hear all these statements like men have no right to uh, to say anything about an abortion. They don't have a right to an opinion. I was like, well, then you shouldn't have a fucking right to opinion to child support then. If that's the attitude you're going to take. But look, let's not even get to that point. It's become convenience. They treat it as birth control. They treat it as a contraceptive. They don't treat it as anything medical or even as an oops, it's it's literally, oh, it don't matter if I get pregnant, I'll have an abortion. I'm sitting here going, holy shit. No wonder. You know what? No wonder. No wonder we have people like the Loudoun County kid raping three girls. Well, no wonder we have people like Daryl Brooks driving through this, you know, driving through a Christmas parade. No wonder we have all these situations because life is cheap. People do not value that which they do not struggle for. And that includes human life. Look at the number of times that you have sit here. Okay, here, I'll give you a good example. I don't know who it was, but they got upset uh, because there was a judge who was yelling at a man because he had cancer and he couldn't take care of his house. And she was screaming and yelling at him, saying that it was shameful. People shouldn't have to look at it. The the wife of the old man was also sick, and their son was out of town. And yes, what the judge said is wrong. That judge should be removed from office immediately because she didn't care. She cared more about property values than that man's health. But here's the question that nobody brought up. What happened to the neighbors, the churches? I remember a time, hey, wait, 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 it's not on. that long ago. That it's not that long ago that if you saw your neighbor struggling, would offer to lend a hand. That there was a time when churches would keep an eye on the elderly, the widows, orphans. Specifically the widows and orphans because they're mentioned by name in the freaking Bible. It's not sexy anymore. I don't care. No, no, no. That, that, that's what the problem is. It's not sexy anymore. You can't just run out there with a you know with your camera and take a picture while you're doing this and and people just don't care. So since there's no bonus or no profit in it, people just ignore it because they don't care because life is cheap. There's no sex appeal to it. I'm just gonna call it what it is. That's what that's what they all do. It's preening one way or the other where you go out there and help people and, and prove that you're a good person because you're helping people. But what happened to the humanity? Like, we can argue back and forth about why the country is fucked, Biden. Why the country is fucked, liberals. Why the country is fucked. All of this different stuff, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But if we've lost our humanity and the ability to be altruistic and help people simply because it's the right fucking thing to do, then we don't deserve a fucking country. Well, then I hate to fucking tell you this, but we don't deserve a goddamn country. Okay. Come to my house. 
We're going to sit here and live in our own little fucking community. We're going to raise food and chickens and vegetables. Well, <coughs> oh, think about it. Fuck everybody. Hasn't the, last, hasn't the last two years shown you that it doesn't even matter? Life is cheap. They don't give a damn. And it's not about decency or anything else like that. It's about what your image can be. Right. That's what matters. It matters is your kudo points. Do they still use the kids today? Still use the term kudos? I have no idea. Now, your your age, they used you know the little gold stars or the seashells. But um... <laughs> so before we move on to the next topic, because I'm sure we have more rage, I'm going to give you a timeline about the euthanasia projects because I want you to understand why the banning of books is dangerous. Why the filtering out of ideas is dangerous. What it will eventually lead to if you do not learn. Child euthanasia in Germany began in 1939 and continued until 1945. Adult euthanasia. Now that was from birth or pre-birth to 16. Everyone else after that began in 1940. The Action T4, the centralized gas killings, started in January of 1940. So you figure from May in 1939, which is when Baby K, Baby Nower started, right? In January 1940, they were killing people in the gas chamber. After 1941, the gas came, chambers became decentralized, but they were uh, partly uh, controlled uh, and medication administered euthanasia or death by malnutrition from September 1941 until 1945. Disabled or de detainee euthanasia known as Action 14F13 from 1941 to December of 1944. The first phase was from uh, from April of 41 to April of 44. The second phase is from April of 44 to December of 44. The War Against the Sick, what it was called. Now, we're not counting the Holocaust, but it's, you know, I understand that everybody wants to focus on the Jewish people, but I have ancestors that have Ted that when they were still alive had two twos on their arm from a concentration camp, but they never, they were never Jewish, but they get forgotten. For example, the war on the sick killed 260,000 people that were starved to death uses medical test subjects simply because that they had deformity. Not hate. Purity. Well, and that is why anybody... when people... No, no. And this is the point. And this is the reason I covered this. Is that we have people running around going, I'm a pure blood. I didn't get the shot. I didn't do this. These are people who went to war and killed other people because they were not a pure blood. Remember when I told you that history does not repeat itself, but it sure as fuck rhymes. Listen to the words they use. Pure blood. Where do you hear that term now? It's not on the left. It's on the fucking right. Now, I'm not, I'm not equating the right to Nazis. I am, however, equating the right to authoritarianism. Just a different fucking flavor than the left's authoritarianism. Let that sink in. Okay. Next story. Your turn. Oh. Oops, excuse me. 
Well, I mean, fuck, how do I follow that up? Holy shit, okay. We went from abortion to Holocaust to, okay. Uh, well, there's any number of things we could talk about, but um, I think one in particular should be the fact that nobody seems to be paying any fucking attention to what happens in Ukraine. They all seem to think that if if Russia invades Ukraine, that you know that'll be the end of it. I'm sitting here going, hold on. If everybody's distracted, if we actually send in the fifty five thousand troops Biden's talking about, okay, what's to stop China from taking over Taiwan? He won't. Which gets which which gets Japan involved, which South Korea will get involved because they don't want you know North Korea to be fucking off. What do people not realize that we're sitting on the edge of World War Three and all it takes is one fucking spark? You know what's funny though? I find it humorous that for decades we have been told that Russians are the bad guy. Russia, 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 Russia. Do you realize that if you are one of the people who believes in the new world order, right? That you believe in the World Economic Forum, Trilateral Commission, all of the you know, the Bilderbergs, right? There is one nation that they despise, and it's fucking Russia. Do you know why? Because Putin doesn't give a fuck about the New World Order. He is essentially the Russian version of Donald Trump. Let's be honest. Crazy Mm -hmm. motherfucker full of ego wants to take care of his country and fuck everybody else. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Do I think that Russia should be going after Ukraine? No, but let's be realistic. If Russia hadn't gotten fucked over in World War II, Ukraine would still be part of fucking Russia, not its own independent country. Well, I'm not sticking up. Like, here's the thing that I I don't think. No, I don't. I think that would have been a matter of time anyway. Because what happened after World War II is people started saying, "No, communism fucking sucks." I want to be independent. We helped foment that. Yeah, but. I don't think people understand. Everybody going, well, NATO is not going to do anything. You know, Germany, Austria, they're all being quiet right now. It's like, yeah, because they don't give a damn. All the little guys are starting to go, I don't give a fuck what NATO does. I'm going to help Ukraine because <laughs> they I remember. Understand true. <laughs> they yeah. understand true. Yo, fuck, we're screwed. And then we're sitting over here and everybody, I've got, yeah, even on our own side going, I don't think it's all that bad. Me, wake the fuck up. I. For those of you who sit here and wonder why the nations of the world or the the nations that are closest to being fucked up by Russia. Because let's face it, Russia's already moving nuclear weapons on missiles to the border that have a range of 250 miles, which means all of those countries that are currently standing up going, no, fuck you! Fuck NATO! We're, we're, we're going to help out Ukraine and we're going to stop this shit. Knowing that they're within range of nuclear missiles. The reason that they're doing is because, well, the United States doesn't recognize this particular genocide. Let me introduce you to the Holdemore. Go look it up. How come? Uh, and not, not that I'm putting it down because it is a, a very integral part of history. But every time we talk about, <laughs> about Russia and Ukraine, we end up coming back to the Holdemore. I'm saying you're going, you know, if anybody, if, if you all would just realize how shitty, how absolutely horrendous and inhumane it was, maybe you would understand a little bit more why the Eastern Bloc goes, fuck this, I will die trying. Well, the reason that the United States doesn't teach about the Holdemore 
is because they're focused on the Holocaust when they think of numbers. They think of Holocaust. They, I mean, they don't even pay attention to fucking the fact that Stalin killed 25 million of his own people. More than triple the numbers that fucking Hitler did. Nobody pays attention. Mao Zedong killed more people than fucking Hitler. And nobody pays attention to it. Oh, These are regimes. Huh? You know what it is. Oh, I know why. You want me to tell you? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's my belief. Ready? You're going to love this one. It's because they don't want to expose the plans of what they have for the United States. They don't teach to hold them more because it was literally, if you don't believe the way that we do, if you sit here and you don't believe this group think, we will fucking starve you to death. Collectivism is bad. It's their own fucking playbook. That they're doing in the United States right now. That's why they don't teach it. Because people who are ignorant of their past. Are damned to repeat it. Yeah. Or relive it. Or rhyme it. It's like being stuck in a fucking glitch. And it drives me nuts because I see it. Like you cannot, you know, it starts out small. You can't collect rainwater. Okay, well you can't grow these kinds of foods. Okay, well you can't grow these kinds of animals. What? Now you're going to have to destroy your crops or you're only going to get pennies on the dollar. Wait, hold on. And then you realize that, wait, everything we create gets fucking shipped out unless it's some local grown thing and it's a small town, you know, where people still care about farm to table. But most of the shit that we grow goes everywhere else. We are a consumer, not a producer. All it takes is for one thing to happen, for them just to shut it all down, even for a couple of weeks. America, as you know it, is gone because that that mask of civility that we keep talking about, well, it, it's it's barely hanging on the by moment, a cockhead. The moment that people starve or have to watch their children starve, that mask of civility is gone. Yeah, we're the monsters. We're the deplorable ones. We just want to wake people up. And what's funny is the hate that we get isn't just on the left. It's not just from people who want to remain asleep. It's from people that are supposedly awake on our own side trying to fight to defend. We get called, what, creep, the devil. They they poke fun, say you're not patriot. You're not conservative if no, you don't agree it. with No, I'm you. done with that term. Oh, yeah. We're winter soldiers. I'm I'm, done with anything else. I'm fucking done with Patriot. They want to sit here and scream and throw fucking hissy fits because they're, I'm more patriotic than you. Or because you're patriotic, then uh, you have to believe a certain way. No, I'm done with the gatekeeping. I'm done with all that shit. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a fucking Patriot. I'm a fucking wintertime soldier. And if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. Because guess what? Wintertime soldiers hold everybody fucking accountable. Now, I know a lot of people don't like this, but I'm going to bring up something. The term wintertime soldiers is not actually in the American crisis. It's not summertime. To, huh? It's summertime patriots right. and winter soldiers. Right. You know where that comes from? Do you know where the term wintertime soldier comes from? 
No, fuck, it's going to be something that pisses me off, isn't it? Yeah. What, John Kerry? Yep. Fuck! All right. Hey, wait, hold on. Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. Wait, hold on. So, the reason that they called themselves Winter Soldiers was because they held their own government, win, lose, or draw, traitor or not, however you believe in him, right, is that he believed in holding people accountable, right? The Winter Time Soldier Invest, the Winter Soldier Investigation. The term Winter Soldier is a play on words for those of Thomas Paine in 1776 when he spoke of the Sunshine Patriots, summertime soldiers who deserted Valley Forge. Here's what Kerry says. We who have come here to Washington have come here because we feel we have to be winter soldiers now. We could come back to this country. We could be quiet. We could hold our silence. We could not tell what went on in Vietnam. But we feel because of what threatens this country. Not the Reds, but the crimes with which we are committing that threaten it, that we have to speak out. That was where the term Winter Soldier came from. Now, I know everybody sits here and is like, oh, well, what about Bucky Barnes? It's a comic book. Who cares? I will continue. We found that not only was it a civil war, an effort. They're talking about Vietnam. Right, an effort by a people who had for set, for years been seeking their liberation from any colonial influence whatsoever, but also we found that the Vietnamese, whom we had enthusiastically molded after our own image, were hard put to take up the fight against the threat we were supposedly saving them from. People in Vietnam, the reason that they spoke of, they talked about the atrocities. And we have to be honest when it comes to the atrocities. That, yes, America has done some fucked up shit. But I want to propose a question. Who hasn't, though? Who the fuck hasn't? No, no, no. I agree. I want to, I want to pose a question. If, because if, everybody wants to talk about slavery, right? And how the white people benefit because of the slavery. Where'd she go? She left. She didn't even say anything. So, because of the people that, you know, they all want to sit here and focus on the white people benefited, do you realize what is produced and sent to the United States, built by slaves, farmed by slaves? Or, even better, here's a twist, since it's Holocaust, International Holocaust Remembrance Day, how much of the medical technology that you that you benefit from in the United States and around the world came German research that was done during the Holocaust. If you truly knew how interconnected Ooh. everything was, at, what's funny is I read an article the other day when I answered that question because I knew that this topic was going to come up, right? And, and mm. really, I was going to focus on that, right? I went and looked up an article, and the first line is, a lot. <laughs> yep. So before you think that you are high and mighty, before you think that all of these things, that before you think that you know the white people are the evil people, that you know you you want to sit here and you want to you want to group a, a skin color. I want you to know how much evil shit everyone has done around the world if you simply do the research. The amount of slaves that still exist. 
By the way, entire 400. In the entire 400 years, the chattel slave, which is specific than bond servant, right? Or people that were indentured servitudes. We're talking about actual chattel slavery, right? 12 million, of which 300,000 of them came to the United States. Slavery is not new, my friends. Just so you know, 12 million, that is worldwide in 400 years. Currently, right now, 41 to 42 billion slaves making your iPhone, making your Samsungs, making your fucking shoes, making your t-shirts, making all of the technology that you use and abuse, and yet nobody sits here and laughs at the irony more than me doing the research and then watching people of a specific skin color rioting and looting and taking TVs and then laugh at the fact that people who are complaining about slavery are stealing products from a slave <laughs> or what? stealing products from somebody who made them who was they themselves a slave. Well, this is what always gets me about that whole slavery thing. Everybody acts like it's new. It's like it's still fucking going on, but. Here's a, what, what bothers me about it. Do you not take into consideration there has not been a single ethnicity, race on this fucking planet that has not been a slave at one time or another? Well, I look at it this way. The United States did not invent slavery, but it well, ended fact, well, it in its country. It did, but what's funny is like uh, 1776 is when we when we declared independence. And then it's like eight, uh, 1802. 1802. Yeah. Or 1801. Well, it was written in the Constitution that by 1801, you could no longer import slaves. Like, that was it. I mean, they were already, you know, outlawing slavery. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, hey, what's, what's funny to me is, you all talk about this, but we actually, wasn't the only reason we fought a war, but we actually fought a war where that was a very big factor in the war. But let's fuck all the white people that actually fought on the side of freedom. Well, let's fuck all the the black people that fought on the side of the fucking Confederates. You sit here and, you, and I'm like, you gotta, like, there's only so far you can push this fucking victimhood mentality. Nope. They just find a different way. You or here, they just generate a new way for them to feel like a victim. Yeah, we, okay. We it, like it's ri- Wait, wait. Okay, so I want to, this was the art part of, I'm glad this conversation went this way. I want every person who is not a black female to sue Joe Biden right now. Do you know why? Because what he announced was absolutely illegal. That the person he was going to appoint was going to be my last point to the Supreme Court must be a black female. That was going to be my last. What the so fuck? Any you person. Left? Who doesn't fall in that you are being discriminated against and you should fucking sue. Because that is a violation of the civil rights. Yep. I, I, like, Unless I you're there. a communist, then you don't get to sue. But eh, fuck you. Um that was gonna be my last what the fuck moment. When he said that, you sit there and you go, wait. So basically what you're saying is it doesn't matter what anybody else's qualifications are, it doesn't matter if they're more qualified, you are gonna put in a fucking puppet for no other reason than to 
soothe or assuage the hurt of some victims. Victims of their own choosing, by the way. We're going to put in a black woman, regardless if there's anyone else, a white woman, a black man, a Hispanic woman, a Hispanic man. Promises made, promises kept. He hasn't kept any other promises, but this one, this one we're going to do. No, it's fine. Kamala Harris. No. I told you. I told you it's coming. I know they're not talking about it, but you know why they're not talking about it? Because officially that statement that he was retiring, they're pushing him to retire now because he, they know that unless they totally steal the election, 2022 is going to be a red tsunami and they're going to lose control of the Senate. They know it. They've seen the polling data. That's why all those people are quitting. So if they sit here and they get Kamala Harris in, by the way, people saying that she can't vote for herself, that is not constitutionally accurate. She can vote for herself as a tiebreaker. Not that it matters. Mitch McConnell hasn't fucking voted against uh, when they've come up for a vote. Why? Are you just wanting to see me have an aneurysm at the last five seconds of the show? Yes. God damn it, that turkey neck, goblin ball sack looking sack of shit has voted against what the Kentuckians wanted every step of the fucking way. But apparently, because we can't be bothered to pull our heads out of our asses, we keep voting for the bastard. Well, it's like Nancy Pelosi has decided that she's going to run again. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, <laughs> thank you for watching our first official episode of What the Fuck News. And uh, I'm sure this segment will come up again. I'm Odin. This is this is Tear. And until next time, <sighs> thank you for joining us with Winter's Call going crazy so we don't go out anymore we sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms let me have my toaster and my tv and my steel belted radios and i won't say anything just leave us alone well i'm not going to leave you alone i want you to get mad i don't want you to protest i don't want you to ride i don't want you to write to your congressman because i wouldn't know what to tell you to write i don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the russians and the crime in the street all i know is that first you've got to get mad you've got to say i'm a human being god damn it my life has value so i want you to get up now i want all of you to get up out of your chairs I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.